obviously coming off a uh, tough loss to a great Georgia State team. Um, I would argue probably one of the most improved teams on our schedule. Um, really good, really good game. Missed opportunities on our part. Um, they capitalized on some of them. Um, great opportunity for our guys to learn um, and get ready for an unbelievable challenge this week. Um, JMU, obviously, their record speaks for themselves. Their film speaks for themselves. Um, in my opinion, they're, they're they're out in front of this conference right now. Um, you know, consistency-wise, execution-wise, they're doing a really good job. A lot of respect for Coach Signetti and their players and their program. Uh, so it's going to be a challenge. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Thank you, Coach. We'll uh, start off with uh, Mike Barber. Mike, hey, Coach, and and yeah, that that athletic part makes a makes a lot of sense. I'll just change the uh, the whole slant of the story now. Uh, but I wanted to ask you about JMU and uh, Jordan McLeod, their quarterback. Ten touchdown passes in the last three games. What have you seen from his development as a thrower and and their throw game in general? You know, and and not to take anything away from him because I think he is a really great player. Their system just allows. Uh, for any player in that position to execute. And don't get me wrong, you know, they couldn't just put a, you know, a D lineman back there and do it. He's doing a really good job of letting the system create um, execution and opportunities for him. You know, I mean, he's not having to try and do too much, which is, you know, a sign of a really good system. They've got answers. Um, they've got complementary plays that come off of some of the things they do. Um, and they're very consistent. And I think that helps him, um, you know, be execute more consistently you know, week in and week out because the O-line does a really good job. His receivers do a really good job. They run the ball well. Um, you can tell that he's fully immersed in the system um, by, you know, the confidence that he has, the poise that he has. Um, obviously, he's got the ability to run. You know, he can he can create with his legs when things do break down. Uh, so it's going to be a challenge. A lot of respect for him. You guys lead the conference in pass defense and pass defense efficiency. You're second in interceptions, second in sacks. We saw what you did to their quarterbacks a year ago. Um, what has worked so well for you guys on that side of the ball, and, and how do you view that part of this matchup? Well, because all the teams are running in on us because we can't stop the run right now. So there's probably only been four passes thrown, and we've probably knocked two of them down, so that's a pretty good uh, percentage. Uh, no, I think, again, um, it collectively, defensively, we, we've done some really good things. Uh, we've got a lot of new players playing in some places. Um, the back end is one of the areas where we do have a lot of consistency. Um, you know, as far as guys that have been here a while, been in the system, have played, have played at a high level. Um, so you're starting to see a little bit of that. You know, in the core right now, we're rotating a lot of new guys. Some of the guys have played at other places, um, but not necessarily played a ton. Um, and I think again, the the consistency and the experience in the back end. Um, has allowed us to have some, you know, some success. And I think we're going to have to continue to build on that. Um, obviously, you know, we have some really good individual players, but collectively our back end does a really good job of communicating challenging routes. Uh, we're able to play multiple guys back there. So it keeps us a little bit fresh and balanced. Um, so that's helped. Um, the, the, the counterpart to that, I think, OD, uh, I think JMU does a really good job of, running and throwing and forcing you to kind of play both. You know, they really, they're balanced. Um, and, and that's the challenging part. You know, if you're playing a team that throws it, you know, 90% of the time, you can kind of prepare and put some things in place. Um, but a team like JMU, they do a really good job of balance um, and they take advantage of what you give them. And since Coach Ronnie dragged you into it, uh, do you do you have any concerns about playing, practicing on, on turf? Or what are your thoughts on that topic? 
I, I don't have concerns about playing or practicing on turf. I do have concerns about, you know, how some of our um, time and allowing our players to recharge, you know, that that's a concern of mine. Um, I know it's not it's something that's intentionally done, but I do think that is probably as important of playing on grass or turf, you know, when we're going to turn around and play, you know, a game in less than seven days with probably less than, I don't know, we normally get, you know, I don't know, 80 some odd hours of sleep, but we're going to be less than that. And I think that 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 is a concern, not only from a health standpoint, you know, but from a mental health standpoint, you know, and I think, again, when you're looking at these things and I, and I understand I'm not, you know, making a excuse or a indictment on anybody, but I do, when you look at those things is if you're playing that many games, are you able to recharge? Are you able to eat? Are you able to hydrate? Are you able to do those things? And I think some of the injuries come from that. Um, you know, you practice, you play, get on a plane, you practice, you play. Um, I think the NFL probably has a little bit, um, safer model because again, those are professionals and they've got hydro tanks and sleep chambers and all that stuff for their guys. Well, we got old school ice tub, man, the 10 ones. So that's about all we get, you know? So I do think that's probably, you know, has a lot to do with it on the college level. And I'm not, not talking about the Sunbelt. I'm talking all of college athletics. You know, you talk about some of these programs or conferences that are going to be playing games across the country. You know, well, you, you're now you're getting on a plane for three or four hours and you're, you know what I mean? So college kids don't take care of their bodies like pros. And, and you know, that's that that to me is probably a little more concerning than whether you're on grass or turf. Um, I think where we are now in science, most of these turf fields are probably very similar to grass as far as the scientific. Um, I know all the schools in our conference, you know, do a decent job of, you know, their, their field maintenance and and those type of things. But I do think where we are from a scientific standpoint, the turfs are not like the old astro concrete that, you know, we used to have. I think they're now all very um, scientifically driven to prevent a lot of these injuries. Awesome. Thank you. All right, we'll go over to Jackson. Jackson. Hey, Coach, uh, you've already spoken about, you know, your guys' uh, defense up against Jamie's offense. I was kind of interested in sort of the other side of that coin. What are your thoughts of the matchup between um, your team's offense up against Jamie's defense? Well, I was going to ask the Sun Belt when they started letting NFL teams play in our conference after I looked at their film because they are really, really good. Um, probably the best defense that we've seen, including NC State. Um, they're good. And I mean, that's not a, you know, pump them up, make them feel good. I mean, you, you look at the stats, you look at their consistency, you look at the players that they have on all three levels. Um, you look at the scheme that they run, you look at how they attack offenses. Um, it's going to be a challenge. You know, they've got a really good D line. I think, you know, number 99 is probably one of the better players in this conference. A lot of respect for him. Um, you know, their linebackers are all oh, their edge rushers are good. And then their DBs are able to capitalize on a lot of opportunities because their front seven is so good. Um, so they're 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 really good. I mean, I thought when we played NC State, I thought they were the Pittsburgh Steelers, where these guys are probably just 49ers. So maybe um, you know we can try out for the AFC South uh, division after this uh, slate of these two games. But no, a lot of respect for them. I think their D coordinator does a really good job too. They're they're very consistent. You know, they're not trying to be defensive scheme of the week. They they run their system. They adjust it out fluently. They get lined up. They play their techniques. Their eyes are in the right places. 
Um, everything you look at when you look at a well-coached, you know, fundamentally disciplined football team. Um, and I think you're doing a really good job of it. All right. Thank you. Got time for one more from Luke. Luke, go ahead. Okay, Coach. Um, Kurt Signetti called this one a trap game earlier on this call. Does that mean anything to you? Do you put any stock into that? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say a trap game if he, if he looked at our uh, injury report. Um, but we're, we're at that point in the season where everybody's kind of, um, you know, not playing at 100 percent. We've got to do our job this week to get our guys, um, you know, as healthy as possible to play on Thursday night. Um, again, I think, you know, he knows where his team is as far as, you know, the mentality and what they need to be focusing on. Um, I, 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 if I were him, I would probably not practice today. They'd probably be OK. Um, you know, take his guys to the movies and, you know, let them watch. Uh, Barbie or, you know, one of these other new movies that are out and get them ice cream after practice. No, I mean, I think, again, you, you got to look at it from his perspective. You know, they're 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 making a run and you got to keep your guys focused. Um, I, I don't know, you know, what what trap game means. We try to stay focused on, you know, the process and, you know, preparing for every game like it's, you know, the only game on the schedule, which I'm assuming he's doing. But you are dealing with 16 to 17 year old minds and. Human nature tells you, you know, hey, this team won or lost last week. This team did that or whatever it may be. And that, that's that's what we deal with as coaches. I think a lot of times the media thinks that these guys are robots and they're not. You know, and they read what you guys write and they read, you know, the rankings and they read the, you know, the projections and they look at the money lines and all this stuff. And, and, and it affects them. You know, as coaches, we try everything we can to keep our guys focused on the main thing, which is going out and executing really well and really consistently in practice and carrying it over to the game. Um, but, but the reality of it is, is they're, they're human and there's a human element that you have to, um, you know, kind of prepare for. Is there an update on Eli Neal who left the game Saturday? No, we, we, no, we got back at 4 AM and I haven't had a chance to get with training and all of those things today. Um, so I, I don't know. I tried to we gave the kids off yesterday and let the coaches kind of get some, you know, advanced scouting. Um, so we, we're we're still today would be like yesterday if this were a regular week for us, if that makes sense.